106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Ladies, gentlemen, and distinguished non-binary members of the community, how's everyone doing? This is Cypher Road, and you're not. And trust me, you don't want to be me right now. I got more problems than a map book and more issues than National Geographic. And speaking of issues, now there's one thing I do want to bring to the bring before the panel today. Award shows. And if you don't know, or you're holding out hope that the following isn't true, then I'm going to paraphrase WWE commentator Wade Barrett because I'm afraid I got some bad news. Award shows. Up and down from the Academy Awards to even the god-awful, vomit-inducing scourge on the culture BET Awards are rigged. And yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, even the Stellar Awards are rigged. Now, I'm going to be dialing in on a single recent offender in this award season, apparently, the Game Awards. What is the Game Awards, Cypher? Well, great question. Allow me to start my answer with another question. Do you happen to remember the Spike Video Game Awards? Yes? No? Maybe? Don't worry, I got you covered. The Spike Video Game Awards, or uh, VGAs, or uh, VGX in its final season, was an award show hosted by the American television network Spike TV from 2002 until 2013, that recognized the best computer and video games of the year. Produced by Game Trailers TV's Jeff Keighley, the show featured preview trailers for upcoming games, live music performances, and appearances by popular performers in music, movies, and television. More on Jeff Keighley in a few minutes, so stick around for that. The VGAs were held at various locations in and around Los Angeles and Santa Monica, California, as well as Las Vegas, Nevada. Spike's only video game Hall of Fame award given to The Legend of Zelda was awarded at the 2011 award show. On November 15, 2013, Spike announced a new format under the name VGX, calling it, quote, the next generation of the VGAs, end quote. The last award show carrying its name aired on December 7th, which ironically we are uh, two days removed from that. Changes from the previous format included, quote, in-depth extended demos of the next generation of games and interactive one-on-one interviews and panels in an intimate studio setting, end quote. On November 10th, 2014, it was announced that Spike would drop their award show, ending their decade-long run. Jeff Keighley went on to create his own video game award show in the form of the video game in the Game Awards, starting in that year, dropping the support from Spike. More on that in a moment. Fast forward now to the current Game Awards. Just as its previous iteration, commentators have criticized the Game Awards for being overly promotional and commercialized. I would have to agree with that. The the ratio of time spent on honoring award winners compared to advertisements for upcoming games is a common point of criticism. After news of Activision Blizzard's sexual misconduct scandal broke, Keeley opened the 2021 award show with the statement, 
during with the statement denouncing abuse in the industry. The statement was criticized for failing to refer to Activision Blizzard's name and appearing to be designed to preserve the quote valuable industry relationships end quote over taking a more meaningful stance. The incident raised questions about the show's close relationship with the industry and unwillingness to paint business partners in a bad light. But then again, but my friends, let's let's keep it real. Let's keep it real here. Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. Okay. The only the only main reason why you're watching the video game awards is that sometimes they may get a promo code for a certain game, promo code for a certain buff or some bonus perks, things like that. Okay, let, let's keep it real here. It's just like the Super Bowl. Unless you two, your, your two favorite teams are playing in that game, you're only watching the Super Bowl for commercials. Again, let's keep it real, all right? Now, days ago, TGA released their nominees. Now, here's where things get interesting, my friends. Now, first, I want to submit to the panel Exhibit A, the Game of the Year category. The nominees are in no particular order, Alan Wake 2, Remedy Entertainment, Epic Games Publishing, Baldur's Gate 3, Lurian Studios, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Nintendo EPD, Nintendo, Marvel, Spider-Man 2, Insomniac Games, Sony Interactive Entertainment, Resident Evil 4, Capcom, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Nintendo EPD, Nintendo. Now, my friends, there is a chance that some of you may or may not have had the opportunity to play the aforementioned games, whether it's because of personal economics, can't really afford the full price, maybe not interested in any of the titles named, or dare I state the common denominator among us, Some of us may not have the platforms to which certain games are exclusive to, i.e. Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Bros. Wonder, along with Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, let's keep it real. And to make matters worse, some PC players may not have their equipment up to date or may not have the latest video cards, um, which I'm happy to state, prices for computers and video cards now are much more reasonable than they were during the 2020 worldwide public health emergency and also cryptocurrency NFT bubble. I kind of cringe there at NFTs. Anyway, now you're asking Cypher, what are you on about? Why do you care about these games being nominated? Well, my dear esteemed members of the panel, I'm glad you asked, and I will tell you why I care so much after these messages from the Ad Council, back here in 2 and 2 on the Cypher Roadshow. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org 
A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. I'm a pretty great multitasker. I can wash dishes and do laundry. I can roller skate while walking my dog. I can even order lunch while doing my homework. But I can't use my phone while driving. A distracted driver is one of the leading causes of death in the United States. So when it comes to driving, please, don't be a multitasker. Don't drive distracted. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. here on the cypher road show so glad that you're still here with us and of course this is one of the only places where you can have entire writer's blocks smashed by the super mario brothers of brooklyn new york now before we went to the break i was um, presenting to you exhibit a here as we were talking about the nominees for the game of the year category which again were in no particular order now in exhibit a let me put this disclosure out there. I, I have not personally had the opportunity to play any of the games. So I, I will not be giving my opinion on either, any of them. However, as far as Resident Evil 4, I had the opportunity to play the original uh, Resident Evil 4 on the late great PS2 console many moons ago. In my opinion, it is still a great game in its own right. But let's not get this twisted. I'm not trying to kick down on the new iteration of Resident Evil 4 as, again, I have not had a chance to play the new one and experience it myself. And two, it would be extremely unfair to the cast and crew of the new Resident Evil 4 who has worked tirelessly to refresh the title for a new generation, our younger siblings and cousins to experience and hopefully enjoy another chapter in the internal struggle against the umbrella corporation. Now I'm sure some of you may be a bit disappointed that, you know, that a new game that you played and enjoyed that was released within, uh, after November 18, 2022 was not selected in this category. Now here's the thing. The mandatory cutoff was November 17, 2023. 
And I'm sure it's still no comfort that a game that you really like that, that you hope that more people that you enjoy it with more people didn't make the list. Well, here's the thing. What I'm, what I'm not going to tell you is to blow up this particular award show or any award show for that matter. All I'm trying to do is help you manage your expectations when you do watch and vote for who you think deserves to receive the award. Now, speaking of voting, okay, I, I'm trying to be fair here. Now, as of this broadcast and taping on December 5, 2023, you have until December 6, 2023 at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or 6 p.m. Second Life Time for our residents in Second Life to log in to thegameawards.com and to cast your vote for the nominees of all of the categories that interest you the most. Now, here's the thing. My, my good friend, Snap the Kingmaker, yes, that's right, Snap, I'm putting you out there, love you, but um, he said this to me, and this stuck with me, and forgive me for paraphrasing. He says, I don't listen to critics, I judge for myself, and I enjoy what I enjoy, end quote. My friends, be like Snap. Sure, again, your favorite game, your favorite song, your favorite artist, your favorite actor may not be nominated for whatever annual award there is. What matters is that you enjoy what you like, my friends, no matter how much is review bombed on Steam, Rotten Tomatoes, or even your local newspaper. As far as nominees are concerned, please indulge me for a moment as I give credit and kudos and due respect to everyone at the Game Awards, including up to and including its producer, Jeff Keighley, for being refreshingly transparent about their process and, of all places, their frequently asked questions section. Transparency in 2023? Yeah, I know. The, the fact that we are all surprised about such transparency, which in my opinion should be standard all across the board, shows how engineered our society has become uh, in regards to what we like versus what we are preferred to like or discussed amongst ourselves or on social media by advertisers and marketers, which is another discussion to be had soon. Next, I submit to the panel Exhibit B, the frequently asked questions on the GameAwards.com website regarding how nominees are selected. Again, I'm quoting the Game Awards. Quote, Nominees for most categories of the Game Awards are chosen by an international jury of over 100 global media and influencer outlets selected for their history of critical video game evaluation. Specialized juries can also convene for other categories, including esports, accessibility, and test and best adaptation. Each voting outlet completes a confidential unranked ballot based on the collective and diverse opinion of its entire editorial staff, listing out its top five choices in each category. Ballots are tabulated, and the five games that appear on the most ballots are put forth as nominees. In the event of a tie, six or more nominees will be announced in a category. Game Awards producer Jeff Keighley, shout out to Jeff Keighley, is not a member of the jury and does not vote on nominees or winners. 
Similarly, the Game Awards Advisory Board has no involvement in the awards process and learns of the results at, at the same time as the general public. My friends, please indulge me one more time as I want to say this about Mr. Keeley. I have absolutely nothing but respect for the man and his work so far, including his work on Spike TV, where he was a producer on the original Spike Video Game Awards and his extensive work as his, as a producer, presenter, and host on the now defunct G4 network. Please do not construe this as a hit piece or any form of slander, especially as Mr. Keeley in 2014, as we mentioned earlier, put his money where his mouth is and rebuilt what is now the Game Awards from the ground up after Spike ended its relationship with this particular brand. During the 2020 worldwide public health emergency, he worked with game publishers, designers, and game industry leaders to launch what is now the Summer Game Fest from May to August 2020. The Summer Game Fest first in-person event actually happened this year in 2023. Now, a little, little bit of a disclosure, you know, I have uh, was able to view the Summer Game Fest and you know, got a couple of uh, download codes for a game that I enjoy on my mobile, Marvel Snap, and it, it, it hit. It was pretty good. So just putting it out there. Now, as far as the members of the international jury of global media members are concerned, some of the members just here in the United States may or may not surprise you. Therefore, I submit to the panel Exhibit C, a sampling of the jury members in no particular order. Entertainment Weekly. Game Informer. Yes, they still exist. If you know, you know. PC Gamer. Variety Magazine. The LA Times. NPR. And The Guardian in the UK. Now, why would TGA do this? Great question. According to their frequently asked questions regarding this, quote, Given the sheer number of games released each year, as well as the extended time required to fully evaluate products, a voting outlet approach allows the widest possible critical assessment. A ballot submitted to the Game Awards represents the collective opinion of an entire outlet. All right, now here comes the fun part. Voting! Oh, yes, 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 yes. Now, again... The voting on the TGA does end on December 6, 2023. That's tomorrow as of this recording at 6 p.m. Pacific time at thegameawards.com. Now, how are the winners selected? I will tell you after these messages from the ad council. So stick and stay plugged in to the Cypher Roadshow. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Can I touch this? Where does sand come from? Is this tree good for climbing? What happens if I mix these two things together? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Storing your guns securely is the best way to prevent family fire including unintentional shootings. For more information on safe gun storage and ways to keep your family safe, visit endfamilyfire.org. That's endfamilyfire.org.
What do we keep in the attic? What's this thing called? Can I ride my bike backwards? Like I said, kids are curious. It's up to us to keep them safe. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces. Just by giving her a bear hug, she masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cypher Road Show, where it's free to hang out, but a happy ending will cost you double. All right. So now before we uh, went to the break, uh, we were going to talk about how the voting works here in the video game in the game awards. Now, again, because what we're talking about is how award shows are rigged. Okay, so uh, at least with the game awards, again, in the last segment, we credited them for their transparency on how things work. Now, the voting in the Game Awards goes as follows. Again, uh, following the FAQs and uh, submitted for your consideration as Exhibit D, as in Delta. Quote, winners are determined by a blended vote between the voting jury, 90%, and public fan voting, 10%. Fans can vote for their favorite games on thegameawards.com and our Discord server. In China, fans can vote on the winners via uh, Bilibili, WeChat, and other platforms. Fan closing fan votes closes on Wednesday, December 6th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. End quote. So we got a voting jury, which has a 90% voting weight, and then a fan vote of 10% voting weight. Kind of makes you wonder about those times uh, you texted to vote for your favorite participant from the casting couch. I mean, reality TV talent show. Now, did you really think your vote counted to either save them or condemn them? Just think about that. Now, the Game Awards does explain why the fan vote only holds a 10% voting weight with the statement submitted to the panel as Exhibit E. Quote, Creating a 100% fan vote presents several challenges. First, given that some games are exclusive to one platform, a public vote puts single-platform games at an inherent disadvantage over multi-platform titles. In addition, it is important that winners cannot be socially engineered in any way. We discussed that in the last segment. We find that a blended vote is the most credible and authentic way to select winners, end quote. 
Once again, my friends, I'm just presenting a particular example of how your favorite award show may not necessarily reflect, dare I say, even respect what you like or even what your favorite anything is. Just because your favorite movie, song, TV show, or performer didn't get nominated or even uh, received an award that, you know, of whatever show, that doesn't mean that the work is invalid, especially to you on a personal level. If I can take it a step further, even some major award shows can be late to the party. Just this year, the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, doing business as the Grammys, created a, a category called the Best Score Soundtrack for Video Games and Other Interactive Media. Sure, I mean, video game music was a growing more sophisticated through the years, but after 2000, the Academy had no excuse for not recognizing that video game music was taking itself just as seriously as compositions were motion pictures or movies, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Listen, my friends, enjoy what you love. Enjoy what gets you moving. Enjoy what makes you dance. Enjoy what makes you feel a certain way. Even enjoy what gets you in the mood. Because at the end of the day, you know what really matters to an artist or a creator? Having their song, their video, their podcast like this one saved to their favorites and given a five-star review. Questions, comments, concerns, complaints, and grievances you can text us and leave us a voicemail on the Cypher Roadshow hotline at area code 904-383-7940. Again, the hotline to the Cypher Roadshow where you can text us or leave a voicemail is 904-383-7940. Who knows? Maybe your message will make it on our next broadcast or even a bonus episode in between our weekly drops. Now, before we leave out today, above all else, I want to give thanks to the give thanks to the most high God and his son, Jesus Christ, in whom through him, all things are possible. Look for the Cypher Roadshow on your favorite platform for podcasts. And until next time, friends, this is Cypher Road reminding you to always do the best you can with what you got. Oh, and uh, P.S. If you own a discord server, add the free stuff bot to your server. Y'all thank me later. All right. I'm going to leave you all with Donald Lawrence with his cover of Through the Fire. Trust me with this. It's going to be awesome. Good night, everybody. See you next time.
Y'all give it up a toe.